Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Friday, March 31st, the last day of March and the last day of the first quarter, 2023. Hard to believe, isn't it? Hey, there's lots going on uh, in the marketplace as we wind down this quarter. Uh, it's, it's been a pretty good week this week. The question is, can we finish strong? Hopefully we can. Uh, we'll talk about that more when Dave joins us here in just a few seconds. Before we do that, though, Let's not forget that in the world we live, there are so many things that you and I, we just can't control. But we can control how much risk we have in our portfolio. However, you need to know what that risk is, and you have to know where that risk really should be for you and your circumstances. Give us a call at 863-382-0037. Schedule your core retirement analysis. And with that, we've got Dave. I'm not next. One oh five point seven light FM. Good morning. It's eight forty one now. Nineteen before nine. Let's check in with your money and find out how Wall Street is doing today. We had a pretty good day yesterday. Surprisingly, so as a matter of fact. And it looks like we might be starting off pretty good today. Let's uh, see where the mindset is of our friend Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services in downtown Sebring. He's on the phone. Philip, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, David. Doing well today. Uh, it's the uh, last day of March. And, and more importantly than that, it's the last day of the first quarter. So uh, it's, uh, it's important that we kind of end today on a high note. Oh, yeah. At the end of quarter, I didn't even check. Is this one of those witching hour days where a lot of options expire and stuff so we could have weird changes going on, or is that another day? It must be another day because I haven't seen anything with regard to that. Okay. I just figured last day of the quarter, there's a good chance of it happening, especially when it falls on a Friday. Uh, I was kind of giggling a little bit when we started out. One of my tip sheets I was telling you about as we... Uh, as we uh, started our conversation before we went on the air, uh, one of my tip sheets is saying the NASDAQ 100 just entered a new bull market. It's up 18.5% in the first quarter. we got another day to go. Happy days are here again. Everything looks great. The NASDAQ is in a bull market, to which my general reaction is patooey. It's called a recovery, and we're not even up anywhere close to our record highs we had last year on NASDAQ. So I I, I tend to be a little cynical about people like that and noted at the same time, there's also an Adderall shortage, which might explain why somebody thinks this is a bull market. <laughs> well, you know, it is coming off its lows, so it's bouncing back up. Yeah, if you bought it a year, year and a half ago, then you're still disappointed. But, uh, hey, if you bought it uh, in December, you're you're pleasantly surprised right now. Now, I was going to say, folks that went into NASDAQ and were rocket scientists at it and uh, did it on January 1st to the end of December, you're up 18.5% in the first quarter. So, yeah, like I was saying the other day, one of the days where you were, when we missed you, that right now it's kind of everything's upside down. People are running away from the banks like going out of style on their hedge stocks right now in order to uh, offset the banking losses is buying NASDAQ, which has always been the flyer of the three major indexes. Yeah, definitely. High flyer. High, it can go high either way, right? Absolutely. Uh, anyway, the weird stuff that goes on this morning comes out of the government data dump, and this is the big report for the week. Uh, the Federal Reserve always follows the personal consumption expenditure inflation rate, PCE inflation. Uh, last time we got a measurement on it, last month it was 4.7%. 
The report out this morning has it at an annualized rate of 4.6%. It's not exactly a major dip, but at least it's going in the right direction. And I gather that's got the Wall Street mavens, uh, at the very least, not unhappy with the results, huh? Well, it's, it does. I mean, off the futures, they made a big jump when some of those numbers came out. However, they have um, trailed back off. I mean, they're still green, don't get me wrong. But, uh, you know, the Dow right now is at like 114. And earlier this morning, I, I saw it like 140, 150. You saw it at 200. So, um, you know, it, it's bouncing definitely off of those those numbers. Absolutely. And and probably it's a matter of uh, irrational exuberance. Up from where it was, but at about 828, it was only up 96. So it's at least a positive reaction. Before we went on the air, I was saying the biggest uh, real encouragement that I get out of this, given the fact that the Fed is trying to slow the economy down, is a little deeper down in the report this morning. Incomes on balance went up by three-tenths of a percent last month. Spending last month went up by only two-tenths of a percent, meaning that consumers are starting to get the message from the Federal Reserve and pulling in their horns just a little bit. I mean, it's, again, it's not a big miss, but it is a small miss, and it's, uh, you know, we're, we're keeping more of what we're bringing in, and that will end up giving us a little bit slow-down effect on the economy, which is what the Federal Reserve wants to see anyway. Yeah, and it's interesting because that's the exact opposite of what the economic forecast was. They had spending up three-tenths and income up two-tenths. So just got flipped around the other direction, which is really better. Yeah, and the the other, given what we want to see, I mean, nobody wants to see consumer spending go down. But what we're trying to slow the economy down by a little bit, you know, keeping more of your money and not spending it, I consider generally, you know, a positive sign for where we want to go as far as inflation is concerned. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, definitely things are going in the right direction. Absolutely. So that's basically the big picture we got for this morning. There really aren't any other government reports coming out of any great size. Uh, the usual picture, and basically what you and I you know, have been saying about things all along, they're going in the right direction, just not fast enough for anybody's taste. Inflation looks like the uh, interest rate increases are having a very slight effect so far. At the very least, inflation isn't going up. Consumers are saving a little bit more of their money. Uh, NASDAQ is recovering by a little bit, although I'll still giggle at the notion of a boom market. And yesterday, the stocks were relatively happy with what they saw. The Dow ended up up by 141.5 points. Standard & Poor's was up by 23. NASDAQ was up by 87. They were the big percentage winner of the bunch, up three-quarters of a percent. Anything else on the horizon today that we're likely to see that might uh, affect the markets? Otherwise, we've got a little optimism. Yeah, I don't really see much. The only thing I see coming out, you got a couple of barometers. You got the Chicago Business Barometer coming out at later this morning. You got the University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment coming out. So that's really it. And then, of course, you got some talking heads later today. Some of the Fed president from New York, um, a couple other Fed governors are speaking. So uh, we got we got some other things that could way on the markets uh, later today, but uh, uh, nothing really earth shattering. None of the major hawks are doing the rubber chicken circuit, are they? No, not that I saw. Okay, that's good. Because when Bullard talks, generally, you can count on a 100-point swing on the Dow every time, can't you? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Guy, right, the, his wife needs to buy him a muzzle is what it boils down to. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, One, but again, we're at the end of earnings season. We're going to start getting some new earnings reports in about two or three weeks once we get into April. But you told me you had one report, and it's one that uh, it's a company that I, I don't really make fun of, but I, I remain amazed they're still in business at all. BlackBerry, how did they end up doing last quarter? Yeah, it's hard to believe they're still around some days. You know, they actually did not have a very good quarter. They missed on revenue. Um, uh, from that standpoint, so they're they're getting hit this morning. Now, granted, they're a cheap stock. Okay, um, it closed yesterday at four dollars, so it's <laughs> it's yeah, it's down two and a half percent from where it closed yesterday. So right now it's like three dollars and ninety cents a share. So um, nothing earth shattering there, but uh, we're always amazed when they actually make some money. So. I, that then yeah. that's the part that kind of hits me. I mean, BlackBerry for the, for the sake of giving them props. I mean, they were kind of the standard business uniform item for many years when they were oh, making yeah. hardware. Their messaging app was so doggone secure, and everybody trusted BlackBerry. Then Apple got in with their stuff, and Android firmed up their software a little bit, and pretty much cut the legs right under them. I gi- I give them props for converting themselves into being a software company, even though they're nowhere near what they used to be. No, yeah, absolutely. And let's just talk about, let's just mention a couple names before we go, Dave. We got yeah. uh, Bed Bath & Beyond um, down another 2%. They fell 26% yesterday um, after they, again, have warned that they may have to file for bankruptcy protection um, to, to get through. And so they're down to uh, basically pennies a share right now, about 55 cents a share. Um, the other one that I thought was interesting, and this one's been on and off the air for a little bit now, and that's, you know, Virgin Orbit. Um, mm-hmm. And it, uh, it's not been able to get its funding it needs, so it fell like 43%. It's down to 20 cents a share. Um, and uh, it's going to uh, basically halt operations for the foreseeable future, laying off most of its people. And then a name that we all know around here is Generac. And yes. Generac is uh, down about 3.7% this morning, being downgraded by uh, Bank of America uh, from, uh, uh, from neutral to underperform. It's down about 2.8% this morning. I wonder if that's because they're expecting an El Nino here, yeah, here which means we're probably not going to have as many hurricanes as normal. Hey, I, if that's the reason, I'll take it. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I'd hate to take delight in somebody else's misfortune, but they're saying El Nino means a lower number of hurricanes, and I'm kind of happy to see that. Resetting the table, a modest to good update yesterday on Wall Street, 45 minutes before we open today. What are we looking at, Philip? So we got Green A, just not near uh, what we had seen earlier today. The Dow up $107 as a third of a percent. The uh, S&P 500 up nine, that's less than a quarter. And then the NASDAQ 100 up $12, which is less right at a tenth of a percent. So nothing drastic. Uh, the hope is we can keep hold of those gains into the close today. Uh, so we have a, a good first quarter to start the year off. The other side, we got silver making huge advances up eight tenths over $24 to $24.18 an ounce. Uh, gold's been over two, but it's dropped back down this morning. It's basically flat right now at $1,998 an ounce. Crude oil is up a half a percent to $74.76, which is uh, a little bit more than what it was yesterday morning. 
Yeah, it seems like it's in about the same neighborhood, but it, if, it, if it finds a trading range and just stays under 75, I'll be happy. Overseas markets, I got green ink, basically wall-to-wall. Asian markets were up by a third to uh, almost a full percent at the close at 6 a.m. Europe is up in the half a percent range in all their major markets halfway through their day. Retirement is something you don't really want to gamble with. You want to know where your risk is. Some folks don't have enough. Some folks have too much, and that takes an extra pair of eyes to get that plan on track. How do I find you to get that track going, Philip? Then give us a call at 863-382-0037. You can also go to our website at statlerfinancial.com, and then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning, on Highlands News Talk 730 and 95.3 FM. And back here again on Monday morning. Philip, thank you so much. I wish you a wonderful and a pleasant weekend. All right, man. Have a great day. Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, folks. Thanks for joining us. Hope that uh, you have a great weekend and join us back here again Monday morning. Same time, same place. Until then, have a great one.